the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. President Biden vowing to battle inflation as prices for nearly everything continue rising. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. The president says fighting inflation is his top economic priority. My administration is going to continue to do everything we can to lower the prices to the American people. But so far, the president's policies, his deals with the private sector, regulatory actions, and public statements have failed to stop prices from marching upward. Consumer prices in May rose 8.6 percent from a year ago, the worst increase in more than 40 years. Greg Clugston, Washington. Well, South Korea says the communist North has test-fired suspected artillery pieces into the sea. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says it detected a number of flight trajectories directed and believed to be from North. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. The forecast for today, we're going to have a slight chance of showers with a high of 83, moving into a chance of thunderstorms and a low of 66 for tonight. Tomorrow, heavy rain and then partly sunny with a high of 83 and a low of 73. Win your dad the ultimate Father's Day gift, a free full hunt family membership from the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. Drop by am1280thepatriot.com to sign up. Father's Day is Sunday, June 19th, so don't delay. From the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, this is AM1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with hour number two of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here taking phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments and questions. And if you'd like to follow us along on Facebook, just go to Facebook.com and do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And give us a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And we do have our live stream up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you'd like to leave a comment or question on the video's comment thread, you can feel free to do so there as well. I want to transition to our first guest of the broadcast today. It's been a good number of months since we had him on, so we always appreciate his insights and his input. When he is able to join us, that is John Gabriel. He is the editor-in-chief at Ricochet. Check out their fine work at ricochet.com. John also has a a weekly podcast entitled The King of Stuff, which is appointment podcast listening for me. I catch it uh, each and every week on uh, Spotify app. I imagine you can get it anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. And uh, if you haven't done so already, give John a follow on Twitter. He can be found at xjohn, that's E-X-J-O-N, 
X John on Twitter. If you if you don't follow John, you'll undoubtedly recognize his avatar. Probably one of the most famous avatars on Twitter, where he's uh, got the coffee cup obscuring about uh, half his face there. So uh, it'll definitely be recognizable. That is for sure. So as uh, always, we are honored to welcome to the program the aforementioned, undisputed king of stuff, John Gabriel. John, always good to talk to you, sir. How are you? Ah, great to chat with you as well. Are Hello, you a- Twin Cities? Yeah, like a concert. Pardon me? My wife is originally from the Twin Cities. That's right. So, you have mentioned uh, that. Yeah. 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 Do you get and up? She even likes the Vikings, which uh, coming from uh, my parents were from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So ancestrally, I had to, I was gene- genetically engineered to be a Packers fan, and she loves her Vikings. So it gets a little quiet around the house at least two times every fall. So. I got you. Now, I did know this about you, John Gabriel, that you were uh, from the UP and as a result were a, a Packers fan. So uh, I, I was aware of that, and I, I think I do vaguely remember your wife. Was, he, was it Edina, Richfield area she was from, if I remember right? Yeah, Edina. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Uh, was, she, uh, was she part of the cake eater Edina crowd? That's what we call them around here. Uh, <laughs> those oh, okay. Are... No idea. Yeah, both of us moved out here. Um, so many Midwest transplants live in uh, the Phoenix area, and uh, she moved here with her family when she was seven, and I, when I was six, we moved out here. So uh, have ties and always head back to visit, but uh, uh, haven't lived there for a long time. I got you. Yeah, because of Ryan... We don't miss the winters, but we do miss the summers. I understand that, and I was just going to ask you now, are you at a point uh, where it never gets below triple digits down there in Arizona, John Gabriel? Yeah, it is uh, getting there. Um, it's really bad from, like, middle of July to middle of September. That's the absolute worst uh, time of the year. It uh, thins out the week, but uh, right now I am just outside of Phoenix, and it's a balmy 107. Oh, so. my God. A little cold snap right now, so not too bad. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, God bless you for it. So, uh, well, I uh, imagine you're uh, in- indoors enjoying the uh, air conditioning confines of the oh, yeah. uh, Palatial oh, Gabriel yeah. Estate. Power right? outages here are like, uh, I don't know, a power outage out there in February or something. Oh, my we, don't, we don't want those this year. I perfectly understandable. That's that's for sure. So, uh, well, John, I was uh, you know I mentioned at the top of the show I could use a, an extra hour. So much going on this past week, and I know when I reached out to you, I, I you've been writing and commenting on assorted things. Uh, I do want to get. I know I mentioned specifically the uh, the dumpster fire that is going on in the Washington Post. Uh, just a lot of crazy stuff happened there. But before I get to that, I do want to at least get your. Uh, uh, inside, I did see you mention the uh, the January sixth committee, which was broadcasting in prime time uh, this past week. Uh, did you partake at all in any of the hearings, John Gabriel? Shockingly, I joined most of America and did not watch a minute of it. Uh, I I just couldn't bear to. Um, yeah, the whole thing is silly, and it's just so weird, um, you know. Because you and I were we follow politics pretty closely. We have friends who follow politics pretty closely, maybe on either side of the aisle. I got friends on both sides. One thing that has not been mentioned to me since, I don't know, about January 7th, a year ago, um, is the January 6th um, stuff. It's like no one cares. People talk to me about gas prices, grocery prices. They talk about, I don't know, Ukraine when that was a news item. Um, no one is talking about it. And how the Democrats think this will give them some advantage in the midterms when I think most people, when they hear about these hearings or are reminded they're in prime time, they're just thinking, will you idiots fix inflation? <laughs> it's like, is there not enough bad going on in this country that you need to bring this up? Um, it's not exactly breaking news that um, several Republicans and all Democrats hate Donald Trump. Got it. Got the message loud and clear. Um, can you move on and maybe fix things that are going on under your watch? Because, uh, I don't know, turning turning back the clock a couple of years, um, especially three years or so, uh, the economy was booming. Gas was cheap. Uh, we weren't having all these energy problems. Right. Um, the world was not at war. Um, you might not want to remind people to look back that much, Democrats, and maybe, just maybe, do your job right now and fix the mess that you guys got us into. Yeah, look, I, I come from the perspective that if if indeed there was a, a, a coordinated coup, planned insurrection, whatever they want to call it, yeah, heads need to roll, uh, people need to go to jail for this. It wasn't just a dust-up as, as uh, uh, Commander's Defensive Coordinator Jack Del Rio referred to it as, but 
Uh, color me skeptical, John Gabriel, but I was hearing from people like Adam Schiff for two consecutive years. Any day now, any day now, the smoking gun's going to come out about the Trump-Russia collusion. And we're hearing the same rhetoric about, hey, we're going to lay out our case and show you that this was a coordinated coup and insurrection coming directly from the White House. So if that happens and they can show damning evidence to that, then yes, people need to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But uh, I'm going to kind of reserve judgment given uh, everything we heard about the Trump-Russia collusion, John Gabriel. Right. And most of you know the conservatives I know, like you, when it happened, we're like, what the heck is going on in D.C.? We condemned it. We said this is horrible. Uh, many of us, I know I wrote in two articles like that day and the day after for my local paper here saying this is awful, this is horrible, you know, Trump shouldn't have kept egging people on. I remember you calling for him to step down that very day, John Gabriel. I remember that. It's just like we're like, this is terrible, but other things are happening right now. And as you say, uh, look back at the riots, which definitely affected the Twin Cities. We looked at those riots around the country during the GOP convention, held at the White House. There were mobs out there trying to scale the fences and injuring Supreme or Secret Service officers. So, um, yeah, there's been a lot of bad stuff politically, and it's not all on one side, folks. And I don't see anyone, um, even on the GOP, demanding uh, hearings about uh, – summer of 2020, where so many of our cities went up in flames right. for, you know, in some cases, like Portland, it went on for three months or so. So, right. um, yeah, if, if you want to talk about political violence writ large, yeah, we could actually do something about that. But um, they don't want to, they're not trying to find out any new truths since all the info is pretty much out there. Um, what they want is B-roll for their campaign ads, and everybody can tell that's all they're interested in. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the New York Times, I think, even gave the Democrats an in-kind contribution when they they basically had a story where the headline says this gives the Democrats the opportunity to recast their midterms election message with these primetime hearings. So uh, the jig is definitely up. That is for certain. Well, uh, John, you, like many of us who follow politics on Twitter, were certainly uh, taken aback, uh, may have been even sitting back with a bunch of popcorn, uh, what was going on at the uh, Washington Post, because Democracy dies in darkness or something along those lines. Uh, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Dave Weigel, reporter for The Washington Post, uh, he retweeted. It wasn't even his original words. He retweeted a joke, which I I don't know if that's your particular humor. It's not my kind of humor, but I'll just read it verbatim. It said, every girl is bi, B-I, every girl is bi. You You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. And Dave Weigel retweeted it. And Felicia Sanmez, a colleague of his at the Washington Post, was taken aback. How much do we women in this newsroom have to put up with with these kind of misogynistic jokes, yada, yada? And Dave Weigel unretweeted it and apologized for it. And as we know with the mob, John Gabriel, when they come for you, apologies aren't enough. Apparently it has to be total capitulation to their worldview, to their side. And as a result, Dave Weigel suspended for a month. But Taylor Lawrence, who had to have three corrections issued to one of her stories for shoddy journalism, Somehow still working, John Gabriel. Uh, can you explain any of this to us? Do we know? Oh, boy. It was such a crazy thing. There's about, and this is uh, a shout-out to the very online, unfortunately, uh, due to my job. I spent a lot of time on Twitter. But Steve Schmidt, he of um, the Lincoln Project, uh, went yes. on one of these benders for like seven days straight. I remember. Where, you know, all hours of the night just screaming and yelling at perceived enemies and and everybody's like, what on earth? You know, at some point you're like, you need to get help. Um, you know, obviously I don't agree with you politically, but holy cow. And uh, then Felicia Sanmez, um, she did something similar. She It wasn't like an all-night bender, but every day she starts complaining about Dave Weigel. He ends up being suspended for a month without pay. And then she just turns her guns on everybody else she works with, one after another, you know, various people. There was one reporter, female reporter, who has been at the Washington Post since before Felicia Sanmez was born. And, uh, you know, she just said, okay, that's enough. That's enough. We've had like four days of this. And she's, you know, you're repressing me. You're attacking me. How dare you? Finally, um, boy, very late, uh, Washington Post finally said, you know what? You're out of here. Um, If I went on, I don't know. And it's not like I'm, you know. I don't know, I started working in the 1920s or something, but even in my life, 
when I had an office job and I actually did something respectable instead of writing for a living, um, I would just, I can't even conceive of somebody acting like that in the office, let alone me, you know, it's just like, no, you, you buck up your coworkers, you try to get along. Maybe it's the Midwestern, <laughs> but it was just so bizarre to see. And for someone like Felicia Sonmez, um, she got into it with this other reporter and he was being very polite, but just saying, okay, that's enough. That's enough now. And then they started arguing, bickering publicly on Twitter about which of them is more oppressed because she is a poor victimized white woman. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm gay and also I'm Mexican. And so I'm more of a victim than you. Well, I look up, I look them both up on Wikipedia. Both are Harvard grads. Both are working for one of the most prestigious publications on earth. And they're complaining about, no, I'm more oppressed. It's like everyone you two walk by on your way from the metro into the office is more oppressed than you. Okay, just, just you have it pretty good, I, I have to say. And uh, it was just absolutely bizarre to watch this meltdown. Um, boy, I, I don't know. Uh, knowing the way the media works these days, New York Times is probably going to reach out to Felicia and say, "Oh, you want a job with us?" Um, they just got rid of Taylor Lawrence. Um, who's now um, kind of, as you note, working uh, and being corrected repeatedly at the Post. Whew, I, I just don't understand it. And uh, it's just like, is this just an East Coast thing? Are those people just a little off their rocker? Or is this normal in offices, in other industries? It was really crazy to watch. Well, and in the aftermath of that, there were um, – uh, There were a bunch of Washington Post reporters that came out on Twitter and basically gave a variation of the same statement. Hey, we're not perfect. No one is, but we're proud to work here. Uh, It's a uh, I think every one of them used the word uh, collegial and we're all collaborative and fun humans. It it reminded me, John Gabriel, of uh, uh, of an American pilot getting shot down behind enemy lines and they're forced to give a hostage video uh, statement or something saying, why are we attacking this peaceful country of Iraq? Uh, what are we doing here? I mean, it just... Exactly. Yeah, it was creepy. Fighting, you know they were like Morse coding with their eyes, torture or something, you know. Uh, being forced to say this, it was just so weird to watch. And they all just had, you know, like you said, just sharing all that words. So collegial over and over. It's like, I don't know many people use collegial in uh, just casual conversations. Um, but, uh, yeah, it seems, uh, markedly non-collegial there and you guys might want to get it together. You don't see this at, you know, and I'm sure they have a lot of the same talent pool. You don't see this in the wall street journal or something. You just, a, a minimal level of professionalism might be good. Then you guys can go about saving democracy from the evil voters who might vote against your preferences. I thought Charles C.W. Cook of National Review had the best line where uh, he said to Felicia, he says, you wouldn't have any issues with uh, Jennifer Rubin now, would you, uh, Felicia? Uh, <laughs> do us all a solid here, will you? <laughs> we can unite on this. <laughs> exactly. Once again, we are joined by John Gabriel, editor-in-chief of ricochet.com. Uh, John, we need to take a quick break. Are you able to hold for another segment or two with us? Sure can. Okay, John Gabriel will be back with us, and uh, we're here to take your phone calls as well, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also weigh in via Twitter hashtag N A R N Show hashtag Narn Show, and uh, follow us along at Facebook, where we do have a live stream of the broadcast. Again, Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Electricity. I too. I. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Yeah, Invergrove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like, like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020, and uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once, and I, I probably had like a, a check engine light, and I wanted to get it checked on, but they never give me a hassle. They're just like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai 
is any place you go that if they remember you then you're significant to them even if you don't think you are they'll make you feel like it and you'll feel right at home Invergrove Hyundai service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com that's InvergroveHyundai.com warning 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 Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hittner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Right today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I start every day by reading through the stories at Daybreak Insider. It's a look at today's most compelling stories and provides responses from key conservatives in media and politics. Over a quarter million people get Daybreak Insider by email daily, and it's available to you at no cost. Go to DaybreakInsider.com and simply plug in your email. That's DaybreakInsider.com. In five minutes, you will be the most informed person in the office. That's DaybreakInsider.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. As well as our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Look us up there where we're doing a live stream of the broadcast. And I'm always honored to be joined by John Gabriel. He, the editor-in-chief at ricochet.com. And a fantastic follow on Twitter. It's E-X-J-O-N-X-John on Twitter. Uh, John, one of the, another reason why I wanted to have you on, obviously there's a, a lot of uh, campaign messages being tightened up for this year's midterms. A uh, little concerned uh, about the Senate. Uh, uh, there are some vulnerable Republicans, uh, particularly in Ohio and Pennsylvania, and obviously Republicans are then looking to states like yours in Arizona, uh, as well as Georgia, to maybe flip to, uh, from Democrat to Republican. I want to hone in, obviously, on Arizona. you got the, your finger on the pulse down there. Uh, Mark Kelly up for re-election this November. What do we know about the Republican candidates vying for the nomination? And uh, in your opinion, John Gabriel, who's the best to take on Senator Kelly in the general? Yeah, uh, right now it's um, kind of a slugfest. Everybody's uh, pretty tied up right now in the polling that's there. But the, the big problem with covering it now is nobody's doing very good polling. Um, it's really crazy to see. Um, we've had very few polling. I know if you go to Real Clear Politics, they have an average, but it's so out of date. It includes, uh, you know, the, the first uh, poll they include from, was from February. So it seems really, uh, really bizarre that um, it's not being polled much because Mark Kelly, um, the sitting senator, he's been there for two years now. He is extremely vulnerable, to say the least. He's just kind of hit for two years, wouldn't talk to his constituents. Meanwhile, Kirsten Sinema is out there challenging Joe Biden, um, constantly communicating with the voters. I was warning when she was in uh, the legislature, the state legislature, I was warning Republicans about her, you know, well over a decade ago. It's just like, she is shrewd. She knows her stuff. And Mark Kelly, you'll see ads on YouTube with him saying, hey, I used to be an astronaut, and that's about all he says. Um, says that people, um, you know, I'm going to stick it to those crazies in Washington, but won't call anybody out by name. But basically, I guess he needs his own party. I'm not sure. Right. But um, it's really it's really been um, just him hiding. 
and then the Republicans slugging it out. So you have Blake Masters. He was recently endorsed by President Trump. Uh, he's a friend and um, a friend of the Thiel Foundation, Peter Thiel, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, very similar to J.D. Vance in Ohio. Really good guy, uh, very active, uh, going out there, speaking to everybody. The press hates him. Um, but he's running a really solid campaign. Um, you also have the current attorney general, Mark Burnovich, who is on uh, Fox News a lot, talking immigration and other things, but a very aggressive attorney general. Full disclosure here, um, he and I went to high school together. We, um, Our senior year, we had a government class, and we were the incredibly two cool kids in the class passing issues of national review back and forth. So, um, wow. which likely affected um, our dating life, I, w- I would say. So, we were the political nerds, but um, he's uh, been really aggressive, doing a great job. Um, and I really like both the candidates. That's the thing. I, I write for the local paper here now weekly, every weekend, usually, I'll write a column. And I don't want to nail either one of them because I'm like, hey, they're both good guys. I wish I wish uh, one was running for one office and the other was elsewhere. But um, I think the race uh, will probably come down to Mark Burnovich. He hasn't been, like, sailing high in the polls, but he's lived in Arizona pretty much his whole life. He's a known quantity here, and so many voters don't follow the day-to-day politics of anything. They just say, oh, I know that guy, and I have, you know, at least I'm familiar with his name. And uh, name recognition goes a whole long way in this state, and he has deep roots here. So I think he um, is the leader, um, and I can't base that on polls because nobody's polling. There's a third person. um, He's a businessman. He's been in the um, energy industry for a long time. His name's uh, Jim Lamont, and I had never heard of him until I glanced through polls. Um, He's doing well, I guess, um, but he's really, I don't know. I, I don't see him being a factor. We don't have our primary until the first week of August, so... I think a lot of people just haven't even decided yet, aren't really paying attention yet, but um, the Republican primary is a slugfest. Um, I'm in a you know, a nice position now, but I kind of like both the front runners. So I, I think they would both do a very good job. Um, I would give the edge to Mark Burnovich um, in the election, and he can definitely uh, take it to Mark Kelly. Um, it shouldn't be a problem at all. Uh, right now, Kelly's doing well in the polls, but you know, if you just how how are voters uh, feeling about him? What's their approval rating? It's about forty six percent, so he's well under fifty percent. And looking at the trends in inflation and all the economic crises and everything else falling apart under Joe Biden, this is a GOP year. So I think uh, the Senate is going to the Senate seat for Arizona is going back to a Republican. Yeah, well, I, we only have a few minutes left. We're, again, joined by John Gabriel, rickshay.com. John, I, you know, before we let you go, again, we only have a couple of minutes. Uh, did you, Joe Biden was on Jimmy Kimmel this past week, the president, uh, uh, complaining that his message isn't getting out there properly. If only he had a collective that uh, kind of, I don't know, journals something that he would say and then uh, disseminates it to the American public. If only there was a lot like that, uh, John Gabriel, that could help Joe Biden get his message out. I mean, what a dumpster fire. His first sit-down interview with in like three months, and it's with Jimmy Kimmel, of all people. Right. I know. The least serious of a whole bunch of unserious uh, late-night hosts. Yeah, it was bad. And it's one of those things, too, it, it transcends politics because it's like, Especially, you know, when you're at an age like I am, I've now lost both parents. Uh, my father, about two years ago, two dementia and Alzheimer's. And so I'll meet with friends from high school, you know, neighbors, everybody around my age. And uh, from when they first saw Biden a couple of years ago, coming back, all of us were just like, oh, man, that, this is too, this is reminding me of uh, people that I know, whether a grandparent or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's, beyond like a partisan issue and yeah he's a dumpster fire he's horrible at this but you just feel sad for the situation it just seems like elder abuse and the press doesn't want to talk about it but that's what everybody's just kind of muttering about under their breath it's just like this guy isn't all there why you know maybe his wife should take him to the lake house and let him actually enjoy uh time with the grandkids or something like that um it, it's very 
difficult for him to get his message out because he's a terrible speaker, and he always has been. Um, age has just uh, tipped the balance to make it even worse, unfortunately, for the country, I guess I should say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think there was the um, I think it was the New York Times just recently was talking about their whispers and how to quietly, you know, replace Biden coming up in twenty twenty four if he even makes it that far. And it just uh, not a lot of viability. Sounds like they're recycling a lot of the same twenty twenty candidates. That's for sure. So uh, once again, we've been joined by John Gabriel. He of uh, Ricochet dot com. Check out their fine work at that website. And check out his podcast as well. It's a weekly podcast that he puts out uh, wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It's called The King of Stuff. Always great stuff, and I always enjoy listening to it. John, always appreciate your insight, sir. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great rest of your weekend. We appreciate it. Great chat with you, Brad. You too. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. I'm Dennis Prager, and I'm here to let you in on a little secret about a Twin Cities real estate team, Kirby and Christina of REMAX Results. They should be your go-to team when it comes to buying or selling in the Twin Cities. You may ask, why is that, Dennis? When you hire the Kirby and Christina real estate team, you don't just get an expert agent with over 14 years of experience. You get an entire team of specialists, a professional staging team, architectural photographers, a listing manager and listing coordinator, digital marketers targeting likely buyers. Everyone has the same goal, attracting more buyers and more offers so you get more money for your home. Their team of experts forms one of the premier real estate teams in the Twin Cities, personally serving almost 2,000 families in the past three years. Call them today at 612-440-2400 or online at kirbyandchristina.com. That's 612-440-2400 or kirbyandchristina.com. More offers, more money, and tell them Dennis sent you. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely. We're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. 824-3853. Welcome back, AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN Show. Or follow us along on our Facebook page. I'm closing out this weekend's northern edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. Don't forget, King Banyan can be heard on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is your foremost program for economics here in the Upper Midwest. Dare I say the whole country? Yeah, I went there. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturdays from 9 to 11 a.m. on AM 1440. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot, Saturdays 
1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the Narn, followed immediately by the new guy, Jack Tomzak, the new guy who has been here for just over a year. Jack's on from 3 to 5, and I'm on Sundays from 1 to 3 p.m., and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Is Bob still with us on uh, line one? Okay. Well, uh, Bob, I appreciate your patience. Uh, He is on line one. Uh, Bob calling us from Shoreview. Bob, go ahead. Oh, yes. This comment is about January 6th. I think it's important to get the big picture and recognize that the people who entered the Capitol on January 6th were reacting not only to the claims of election fraud and rigged voting machines, they were also reacting out of anger and frustration that was building up to the previous four years of the mainstream media constantly spewing out lies and distortions about President Trump, you know, the Russia collusion, the, uh, they, when they distorted his words about the good people on both sides, controversy and so on, they were twisting his words. Trump himself was rightly angry over the lies that the Democrat-controlled media constantly spewed about him. So, I mean, this is the point I'm trying to make. His loud objection to the election results wasn't only about his claims of election fraud and being cheated out of a second term. It was a reaction to the dishonest media mob ganging up on him. There, there surely was some cheating in the 2020 election, as Dinesh D'Souza has shown us. You know, maybe not enough to change the results. But January 6th was the culmination of four years of anger and frustration over the Democrats' slander and deceiving the American people about President Trump, and unfortunately, some were egged on to go too far. And let me ask you, do you think that the lack of security at the Capitol could possibly have been a setup to bait Trump supporters into invading the Capitol so that they could be portrayed as insurrectionists? No. No, I don't. And, and yeah, thanks for the call, Bob. We appreciate it. I absolutely can't justify... I I, you know, I don't deny that this was four years of anger built up and frustration, but that in no way, in no way, excuses what happened on January 6, 2021. In no way. I don't care if there was lack of security, even if there was. That does not justify what happens. People say, well, I saw video footage of the security. They opened the velvet rope line and people just walked right in. Okay. Did that mean that gives them an in, that gives them the right to, you know, loot the place, commit vandalism? I mean, I'm sorry. There's video footage available of storming the Capitol. That was not peaceful. It wasn't. It wasn't a dust up, as Jack Del Rio, Washington Commander's defensive coordinator, had said. And that's a perfect segue because that's something I wanted to talk about over the last uh, couple of segments. So uh, Jack Del Rio. Was at, you know, he's been, I guess he was active on Twitter and he was asking, you know, uh, he was uh, specifically saying, you know, why isn't there an investigation of all of the uh, violence that had uh, taken place in the uh, summer of 2020? You know, why, why aren't we, why aren't we talking more about that? I mean, there were, there was how many businesses that were burned to the ground? There were how many neighborhoods that were terrorized? And yet there was no there's no been no consequences for that. In fact, um, I'll look at uh, Jack Del Rio uh, twi- uh, deleted his Twitter account. But here was it. Uh, he was responding to something to someone about the Jan six committee. He said, I would love to understand the whole story about why the summer of riots, looting, burning and the destruction of personal property is never discussed. But this referring to January six is. And I'll say what I said about January six. People were righteously angry over George Floyd being murdered. I don't think what was said about Donald Trump by the media and whatever else rises to the level of travesty of George Floyd's murder. Let me just say that first and foremost, okay? But the problem I have is Jack Del Rio kind of saying, well, you know, and when he was asked about that tweet, he says, well, you know, I mean, they're, they're, all, this, all these neighborhoods were looted and burned to the ground, but yet we're holding committee hearings over a dust-up at the Capitol. Well, it was more than a dust-up. That's where Jack Del Rio erred. But he was correct in bringing up why isn't there been more outrage over these neighborhoods being burned and looted. And Ron Rivera, 
who was the head coach of the Washington Commanders, he ended up uh, fining Jack Del Rio $100,000 because Jack Del Rio apologized for his comments. And I'll, I'll just read a portion of his uh, statement, Ron Rivera's statement. Uh, let me. Uh, Jack De- Coach Del Rio has the right to voice his opinion as a citizen of the United States, and it most certainly is his constitutional right to do so. However, words have consequences, and his words hurt a lot of people in our community. I want to make it clear that our organization will not tolerate any equivalency between those who demanded justice in the wake of George Floyd's murder and the actions of those on January 6th who sought to topple our government. Okay, he's right to a point. But are you saying that it's okay to burn businesses to the ground and terrorize people in their homes and in their neighborhoods because you're demanding justice? Because someone once said injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. So, and I'll say, I'll even go further. There were genuinely peaceful protests in the aftermath of George Floyd. I remember specifically uh, Reverend Christopher, friend of the show, Reverend Tim Christopher. Uh, he uh, is at uh, Brian Baptist Church in North Minneapolis. Do you think he knows a little bit about gun violence? Absolutely he does. He's talked about it at many committee hearings and how some of the young men who have guns bigger than his gun. And when he talks about gun control, he says, well, find out how these 16-year-old kids are getting their hands on these on these weapons because they sure as hell can't pass a background check. So how are they getting these weapons? Well, Reverend Christopher put out a video the day after uh, the George Floyd murder from the area 38th in Chicago where George Floyd was killed underneath the knee of Officer Derek Chauvin. And there were people of all races, all backgrounds, all economic classes, all coming together and embracing each other and supporting each other, trying to figure out what to do going forward. Because no one, not a single human being with a soul, watched that video of George Floyd underneath the knee of Officer Chauvin and said it was okay. No one. And within minutes after Reverend Christopher posted that video, I think it was the Wednesday after George Floyd was killed, because he was killed on Memorial Day, so it was about a couple days later. All of a sudden, people started firing shots in the air, started going after one of the police precincts, and then for the next three days, all hell broke loose. Those people had zero interest in seeing justice being met. They took advantage of a legitimate protest demanding justice. Let's make that distinction clear. So I agree with Ron Rivera that there is no equivalence between those who are demanding justice and those who are storming the Capitol. I agree with that. But the people who used the protests for justice to burn neighborhoods and businesses to the ground, that had nothing to do Nothing to do with demanding justice. Nothing. So Jack Del Rio was perfectly right to bring that up. But he should have made the distinction. But unfortunately, all people remember from the protests were the burning of buildings and and neighborhoods being looted. I, I still remember video footage of Black Lives Matter protesters saying to Suspicious elements saying, don't co-opt our protests. Don't hijack our protests. We're here to demand justice. Not to shoot at people. Not to violate anybody's personal space. We're here to march the streets. Perfectly legitimate protest. But unfortunately, what happens is then you get then the then vice presidential candidate, Kamala Harris, donated to the Freedom Fund to bail out these those who are rioting, legitimately rioting. And you also get officials saying, well, those businesses that were burned to the ground and homes that were vandalized, they, they, they have insurance. So they just dismiss it that way. So you can understand that people are not taking the January 6th committee seriously because you're excusing legitimate crimes that were born out 
on TV, and these reporters were gaslighting you, saying, well, it's fiery, but mostly peaceful. I'm rehashing this because it's been brought back to the forefront, and for Coach Rivera to excuse it by saying, well, they were just protesting, demanding justice. And other people to say, well, these businesses have insurance. I still remember vividly this poor lady sobbing on television saying, you know what? These stores that were burned to the ground, that's where I do my grocery shopping. That's where I shop for my clothes. They're burned to the ground. Now I have to take a bus across town if I want to go shopping. Oh, wait a minute. Public transportation is down for several days now. And guess what? A lot of these businesses that were burned to the ground, a good number of them, minority-owned businesses. But yet, no one got justice for that. And so they did get insurance. Yeah, they got insurance money. Are they going to rebuild in the same area? Probably not. What kind of logistics do you have to go through to rebuild a business from scratch with insurance money where you can't build where you had your original business? But that being just dismissed, well, well, they got insurance money. Yeah, admittedly, obviously they're much better off than, than George Floyd was. No one's disputing that. But to be dismissive of their concerns, how is that justice? You don't get justice by creating more injustices. And there was far more injustices that were created with burning down of businesses and terrorizing neighborhoods. And you wonder why black gun ownership has increased by 50-plus percent over the past couple of years. That's why. And as a gun owner, I 100% support it. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag N-A-R-N show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Win your dad a free full hunt family membership for Father's Day from the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club. It's a full year of live upland hunting privileges, access to outdoor shooting ranges, plus eight free Sunday brunches, ten free birds, two free rounds of sporting plays, and lunch at the five-star Triggers restaurant. No boring ties or baseball caps this Father's Day. Win dad a full year hunt membership from the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line, their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on, CordellCordell.com. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on. So the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra $0.25 per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, Use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. 
Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Hey, welcome back. AM1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. One final segment on the broadcast. A caller brings up an excellent point, and I wanted to get to that, uh, about the 100 days of attacking police in Portland, Antifa, the riots, and federal uh, federal court buildings being attacked, ICE headquarters being attacked. Yeah, that's an excellent point, and it's another big reason why people are tuning out January 6th. It's like, yeah, you want to pay attention to attack on our federal building, i.e. the Capitol there. I get that. But uh, what about Antifa wreaking havoc on a lot of these federal buildings? Right, exactly. That's exactly my point. We aren't seeing justice being meted out equally. Okay, and if we were, we'd be a little more, we wouldn't be as cynical regarding the January 6th hearings as being anything other than uh, contrived against against Trump. So that's an excellent point. appreciate the caller's point on that. Uh, speaking of culture wars, a uh, handful of Tampa Bay Rays players chose not to wear the rainbow logo on their uniforms, five of them in all, basically citing their uh, religious convictions, religious beliefs that speak out against homosexuality. Uh, they don't say they, they don't say that gay people should not be allowed to live in a civil society. They shouldn't be allowed to play baseball or anything. It's just like uh, one gentleman said, uh, I want to be sure to get his name, Jason Adam, one of the pitchers who was, Speaking on behalf of the group, he said, uh, uh, we don't want to encourage it because we we believe in Jesus, who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would be abstain from that behavior, i.e. homosexuality, uh, just like Jesus encourages me as a heterosexual male to abstain from sex outside of the confines of marriage. It's no different. You know, he certainly wouldn't denigrate a teammate that's decided to have nightly dalliances in a hotel room on the road. Okay, he just wouldn't advocate for that. And yet, no, you, there's no grace for people that have that perspective in this day and age. So let's go to uh, cut number six. ESPN Sarah Spain, she was on this uh, program Around the Horn where four sports journalists are uh, have a panel discussion moderated by host Tony Reale. Tony Reale read one of the statements, and ESPN Sarah Spain, who once auctioned herself off to have a date to a Super Bowl to see her beloved Chicago Bears 15 years ago. Suddenly she wants to play uh, morality police. So uh, cut number six, Tony Reale and Sarah Spain. Tampa pitcher Jason Adam to the Tampa Bay Times. Hard decision because ultimately we all said we want them to know that they are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe, not that they look down on or anything or differently, it's just that maybe we don't want to encourage if it we believe in Jesus who's encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. Sarah Spain, how does that all come off to you? Pride is about inclusion. So you don't love them and you don't welcome them if you're not willing to wear the patch. And calling it yes. a lifestyle reveals to me that you've done not even a modicum of research or understanding on this topic. It's what tends to happen when a privileged class isn't affected by things. This is not just about baseball. That religious exemption BS, which is used in sport and otherwise, nice. also allows for people to be denied health care, jobs, apartments, children, prescriptions, all sorts of rights. And so we have to stop tiptoeing around it because we're trying to protect people who are trying to be bigoted from asking for them to be exempt from it when the very people that they are bigoted against are suffering the consequences. When you say trying to be bigoted. They're trying to use religious exemptions to affect the opportunities, services, no, they're not. Uh, uh, available resources no, they're not. for people who are LGBTQ+. No, they're not. And a patch on the jersey in, in this way? In the case of sport, no. In the case of sport, though, they're double-talking if they're saying you're welcome while also saying that we don't encourage or, or we disagree with it, especially when there are devout people of every single religion that also welcome and are open to people who are born gay. Okay, so not surprisingly, Sarah Spain, utterly incoherent, utterly vapid. I've listened to some of her screeds before. She's She's doesn't come off as all that bright. I mean, I'll just be honest with it. Uh, healthcare, what she's talking about that is there are some uh, pharmacists who don't want to dispense the morning after pill or, you know, 
don't or some uh, officiants who don't want to officiate gay weddings. That doesn't mean they're denied that right. It's just some areas don't offer services. That doesn't mean they're denied it. Okay? I mean, the Supreme Court has ruled that religious exemptions are legitimate. And the fact that you don't wear a patch on your uniform doesn't mean you don't support these people. I mean, do you know what kind of work these baseball players do in their off time within the community? Do they shun gay people? From, oh, I don't know, going out and, and helping folks out, whether it's you know, feeding the poor? Do they check to see if, if any of those poor people are gay? I mean, come on. It's just such a facile argument, and it's reminiscent. Uh, we only have a, about a, a couple of minutes to go. Remember when Cosmo Kramer in the episode Seinfeld uh, did the AIDS walk in New York? Kind of reminds me of this. Cut number seven. Uh, uh, Cosmo Kramer. Okay, you're checked in. Yeah, thank you. Here's your AIDS ribbon. Uh, no, thanks. You don't want to wear an AIDS ribbon? Uh, no, no. But you have to wear an AIDS ribbon. I have to? Yes. Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to. But everyone wears the ribbon. You must wear the ribbon. What you are? You're a ribbon bully. Hey! Hey, you! Come back here! Come back here and put this on! Now, now they're walking, they're walking, they're walking. Hey, where's your ribbon? Oh, I don't wear them. You don't wear the rhythm? Aren't you against AIDS? Yeah, I'm against AIDS. I mean, I'm walking, aren't I? I just don't wear the rhythm. Who do you think you are? Put the ribbon on. Hey, Cedric, Bob, this guy won't wear a ribbon. Who? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? <laughs> so, what's it going to be? Are you going to wear the ribbon? No, oh, never. But I'm wearing the ribbon. He's wearing the ribbon. We are all wearing the ribbon. So why aren't you going to wear the ribbon? This is America. All right. Yeah, this is America. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Just like a forced act, you know, they, for the same, the same people who complain that the NFL mandates people stand for the national anthem are also complaining when people want to abstain from forced advocacy in Major League Baseball. That's what this is. Okay? These players... How do they how do they devote their time in their community? Who are you saying that they don't help out everybody? Do they exclude gay people from you know helping out their community? Working in homeless shelters, what have you? Because unless you have evidence that they do, this is just more bullying. And these pitchers, Tampa, Tampa Bay players, excuse me, I I, I applaud them because they're standing up to cancel culture. Say, look, we support everybody, but we just don't support that lifestyle. It's just such a facile argument because you are against gay marriage. You hate gay people, and I'm, I'm getting tired of it. So kudos to these pitchers for standing up to it. Folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Closing time. Turn all At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Hugh Hewitt, U.S.-China relations. Admiral, you, you had a very senior position in defending the Pacific. Can you explain to people that just because China attacks Guam doesn't mean the world is ending? The Chinese have actually put together like uh, patriotic videos of Chinese weapon systems striking Guam and, and shown that widely inside the country into their military. Uh, they've certainly put it on the table uh, and, uh, and certainly it's something that we have to plan for. If they don't strike Guam, and they don't strike U.S. airfields in Japan, it is going to be, a you know, the, the U.S. Will, will eventually have its way with the Chinese. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Hosts, and search for the hot topics and issues you want to hear addressed. A massive archive of intelligent conversation is just a click away at am1280thepatriot.com. Hi, this is Tim, and this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders Roofing. Hey, Matt. Do you ever have anybody ask you if the Kingdom Builders is some kind of Bible study or nonprofit Christian group? You know, I have. This past winter, we ran quite a few ads that were geared completely toward encouraging God's people in their faith in Jesus. We are a roofing and gutters company, but we want our faith in Christ to be evident in the quality of the work we do, and even more so in how we care for our customers. For sure. To be clear, while our job is to provide you with a great finished product on the outside of your home, we want to live out what we believe by building a good relationship with the people we work for. So, to get an honest assessment and a free, no-obligation estimate on your roof or gutters, 
give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. And hey, remember, we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers. Hi, John Wichko here. As the owner of Advantage Auto Glass, I want to thank you for supporting our local family-owned business. In fact, we've grown because of you. So we've hired more certified technicians so we can serve more Minnesotans. I want to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed now. You've put it off long enough. We'll even come to your home or work anywhere in the metro to save you time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the BBB, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. You get that distinction with over 20 years of experience. Tell your insurance agent that you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, or better yet, give us a call and we'll handle all the paperwork with no out-of-pocket costs to you. Every windshield we install is backed by a lifetime warranty. Just call Advantage Auto Glass today and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can always schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, nicks, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.